welcome back to the third podcast of the nightclub. Um, after reading these chapters, I had a couple questions for you guys. Why did Wiesel believe in humankind's capacity for goodness even after the Holocaust? I believe he just, like, because before the Holocaust, he's probably had good experiences in life. So it's like he just wants to feel those experiences again. Yeah, I think that... he... Sorry, you can go. go. Sorry. You can go. Okay. Also, Eliezer said that he believes that men are stronger than God, so he probably believes that, oh, they can have goodness, but God can't because he put them through that. And he knows that the Germans are not the only people in the world. And like you said, too, Carson, like he's had good experience with other people. I saw that, like, he could have experienced a lot of good, even though there was, like, a lot of bad in his concentration camp. He still saw good in, like, for example, his camp leader. Like, one of them were really good. He treated them, like, with a lot of respect. So he still saw, like, goodness in the camps. I think that, like, even though they say, like, never forget, and he didn't want to forget it, he, like, wanted to, like, move on with his life and finally, like, be free and happy. Oh, yeah, I find that, like, a little obvious because, like, obviously he wants to move on. He watched his father die. He watched his mother and sister get broken, like, apart from him. So it's like he obviously just, he wants to remember it so it can never happen again, but he also doesn't want to forget, like, his experiences in there and, like, what happened. Yeah, exactly. How do you guys think Wiesel felt after he woke up and realized that his father was on the verge of death? Like, like he said, it was sort, it was sort of a relief to him because he, he was debating once whether to give him his father food or himself. So it's like he and he said multiple times his instinct in the camp has turned into survive, 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 like and be selfish which is understandable so i think he was probably relieved but also really sad because that was his last family member that he was with and then like he just sees his father dying yeah i see like his dad his dad was all that he had left so it's like without him he's just kind of by himself yeah i have like two perspectives on that i have like i agree with carson how he felt like he had a relief off of him. He had weights off his shoulder because his father, he didn't have to care for his father. But also, he kind of knew that his father wouldn't make it because in the beginning, um, he'd have to go all, do all these checks and um, Ellie would get really nervous because he didn't think his father would pass. He's probably had time to like think about what would happen if his dad did die and he probably already accepted that it happened. Yeah. I, like, it wasn't, I don't think it was too surprising for him because he kind of saw it coming. And while I'm sure he was, like, devastated and he was really sad about it, he also um, might have been, like, relieved that, like, his dad was, he because he knew his dad was suffering. So, like, to put him out of that was good. Yeah. Okay, so now I have a question for you guys. So my question is, 
how would you react uh, as a Jew to Eliezer's claim that God is weaker than man, like, as he was, like, as they were doing the holidays? I would have to agree with him. Because, like, he's gone through so many traumatic things. And, like, people keep on, like, you know, praying and, like, doing the religion and everything. But, like, nothing's changing. Worse things are still happening to them. So I, too, would think, like, oh, like, why is he putting us through this? Like, he's weaker than us who have to go through all this while he's just not doing anything about it. Yeah, honestly, if I was in his position, I would have also believed it because, like, he went through so much and he didn't, like, he... He got, like, no signs, like, nothing good came from, like, him believing in God and him believing God would do something. So it was just, like, hard for him to believe afterwards. Yeah, I felt like he had a lot of trust in God, you know. He prayed a lot. And then, like, when it comes to, like, the worst times, God wasn't there for him to save him. Yeah. And then... One of my other questions is, what would you have been going through, like, in your head if you just woke up and then you, you had to wake your father up from being unconscious? I don't, like, obviously, he must have been very sad, but he also couldn't have been too surprised because, like, everyone there was, like, living off of, like, barely any food like sometimes they didn't even eat some days so it couldn't have been too surprising for him but it also must have been like like he was still kind of like a little bit in shock and because it was his last family member at the camp and he must have been like really sad yeah if i were ellie i would have been panicking because that would be the only person i have left like without your dad, like, you know, no one else at the camp, really. Like, no one else you can really trust. Yeah. I wouldn't, like, I, I wouldn't know how it would feel if I were in that perspective, because, like, I've never experienced that, you know? But I feel like Eliezer, he was, he was obviously sad, but he kind of knew, so. Yeah, he could just tell, like, it was just, like, bound to happen eventually. Mm-hmm. You could see his father was always, like, resisting giving up and then at that just one point that was like the exact moment that he knew like it's over with yeah it was always like hard for him in the camp yeah there's no more reason to like fight if you're already struck it's like you're already in that much suffering and pain so why do you guys think that Eliezer was glad that Rabbi continued his search for his son he was probably happy cause like he probably had hope then, the rabbi, like, that his son was still alive. Because, like, Eliezer's the only one who knows what actually happened. So maybe it would give the rabbi hope that, oh, his son's still alive. Like, I still have something to live for. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, I agree with Owen. Like, he still wanted to, like, have hope and have faith. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly. Um, why do you guys think that Eliezer continued to care for his father even though his father refused? And Eliezer knew that what was Eliezer knew what was gonna end up happening anyway. Because it's just like that's any like child's job really in that situation or like you see your father's weak, they've been caring for you so long, so like 
think it's about time that he that's why he's like I think it's about time that I start caring for him like, this is his moments that he's in pain so it's like just like natural instinct you obviously care for like your family yeah like obviously he was happy to like stop his suffering but it was also like his last family member in the camp so yeah yeah he would also probably feel guilty just like knowing that like he would let his father die instead of trying to help him yeah that's exactly why i believe yeah like, he wants to say like he tr- he did his best like he might try to blame it on himself and like say it was his fault but like honestly there wasn't much he could have done at that point yeah the kid on the train he didn't want to be like that yeah who fought like his dad for some bread yeah, that's just, like, that's just weird. Okay, so now oh. I have a question. So, in Chapter 5, the Jewish people in the concentration camp celebrate a holiday. So why do you think the guards and the people running the camps allow them to even acknowledge it, let alone kind of celebrate the holiday? I, have, I just feel like that they let them, like, celebrate it because, like, the Germans know, like, oh, this is, like, there may be one last chance, because they knew that something was coming, and we found out at the end of the book that they were ready to just kill all of them, like, when another country was willing to help the Jews, so it's, like, let them have their one last, like, one last celebration, and then just, like, let them go to the camps, and, like, work more or die. Yeah, also, maybe because they, like, they didn't want the Jews to believe that the Germans were, like, so bad at the time that, like, they would try to resist too much to go with them. So maybe they wanted to, like, let them have something good to think of them as because they're obviously not going to, like, a good place. Oh, I completely disagree with that because, like, the Jews at this point have no faith, like, have no hope, no belief, like, no belief in the Germans. So it's, like, yeah, I feel like as a German, so, like, as a Jew, like, at the time, probably, like, you just hate the Germans no matter what they've put you through, all this misery and suffering, so it's, like, why why would they just change their mind now and, like, want to us to portray them as good? Not change their mind, they just, like, maybe the Germans didn't want them to be resisting as much and, like, be angry. Oh, I see it. It's, like, yeah. the Germans were just doing their job to keep them in the camps, like, I feel like the Germans were told to um to follow Hitler's instructions rather than like taking the Jews um religion away, you know. I feel like the Germans were just doing their job. Okay. So I also have another question relating to chapter five. So Eliezer is giving a knife is given a knife and a spoon by his father. So I understand the knife probably protection stuff but why do you think he gave him the spoon out of all things i understand the knife like protection and stuff but honestly i don't know why he would have done with the spoon yeah i honestly don't know why he would do that like just a spoon like it makes no sense so that actually is a great question i don't know, I don't know either um, maybe, like, a spoon has value in prison. I don't know. Because my thing is, like, it probably is for soup and stuff for when they eat it. They probably each have their own spoon. But Eliezer probably has his own spoon. So 
I just wonder why he would want another. Maybe it's like made out of silver or gold. Cause like things back then were made out of silver. So that might be why. Yeah. Yeah, that's possible. Maybe like so that when they get out he like had something. Okay, so I have another question from class. Do you think it's, do you guys think it's like right for grandkids to tattoo their grandparents' numbers on them? Oh, no, I feel like that's awful. It's just reminding them again, like, what what their grandparents have gone through. And it's like their grandparents probably don't want to ever feel that like that again. So it's like, I think that's just wrong. I agree. Like, they were forced to get those numbers. It was not optional. Like, it's not something that was good that happened. It was something that was terrible and traumatic. So, like, why would you want, like, that, that like, a number that they were forced to go by? Like, they didn't even have a name. They were just a number. Yeah. Just, like, an object. I agree. It's, like, that number came with, like, a lot of struggles. Why would you want to, like, tattoo that on yourself? Especially, like, even if you never went through it. You have a feeling like no one would ever want to remember that, so it's like, I don't know why would ever do that to their parent or anything. Yeah, because it's like, well, if you never forget, and, like, the tattoo is permanent, I, like, I completely disagree with, like, putting the number on because, like, it was seen as such, like, a bad thing that they were forced to do. Like, they took away their names and gave, gave like, everyone a number, and that like someone's grandkid would like like want that on themselves when it was like such like a terrible thing for their grandparents to have to do i i just like i didn't agree with yeah i think they already have so many memories of the like incident so it's like of the holocaust so it's like why need that one they already have like all these accounts and like writings and everything so it's like why just get another tattoo or something like a tattoo of just being an object Cause like it completely like took away their identity, like their name, like anything about them really that made them unique, and they just gave them all a number. Yeah, that's exactly like why I see it as like unnecessary to ever do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I have another question for you guys. So, what would your uh, what would be your first natural instinct when a head is beating up your like the head of the Nazis? is beating up your dying father who's crying for water. Like, he was telling him, shut up. Like, to instinct be? Honestly, to just, like, freeze. Like, because I wouldn't know what to do, but I definitely would not get involved with it. Because I would not want to risk, like, my health and stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, I would be, like, a bit, like, panicking. Because, like, like, seeing that happen is like really difficult but also there isn't much you can do without like literally risking your life so there wasn't much he could have done at the time he he was just like he just must have been like in a lot of pain watching that yeah my instinct would probably be to fight back obviously but yeah um, like if i were in that situation i wouldn't be able to do anything because i'd be risking a lot you know like, he probably wanted to fight back, and, like, he was probably angry, but he couldn't have done anything. Yeah, I agree. It would, have, it would have never worked out. It just would have been worse for the both of them. 
Yeah, like, at that point, like, yes, your father's, like, suffering and all of that, but just imagine, like, what would have happened to him. Like, he would have been suffering also now. That either. Yeah. All right. Um, if you were in Eliezer's position, what would motivate you to keep going? I honestly don't know what would keep me motivating, like, what would motivate me to keep going, because at that point, like, he already lost his, he already lost his mother and sister, he already lost his, he's about to lose his father, he has nothing else, like, to, like, hold on to, so I feel like it's just, like, there's nothing. Yeah, I feel like in his mind, it's, like, his family's gone, like, what is he there for? He's just, like, living to suffer. Yeah, like, what's his... I think maybe... He had hope that, like, he was getting out soon, and he just, like, wanted to tell himself that so yeah. he could make it through. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, also, too, um, I just think, like, trying to, like, live for, like, yourself, too would, like, just keep me going, like, knowing that, like, you are young and you, pro- like, have a good, not a good possibility, but a little bit of a chance to have a life, like, and, you know, and you've been in it for so long, like, just maybe just a few more days or weeks or months or however long it is, you know, just to, like, keep it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Like, being in that position, it'd be so easy to give up, like, just sleeping with, like, you'd be giving up, so... Yeah, it must have been, like, really hard for him to, like, have hope and keep going, but, like, he still did, and he did it for himself and not anyone else, mm-hmm. which was, like, good. Yeah, I also could see him doing it, like, in a memory of, like, his family that he lost, like, just, like, doing it so, like, he doesn't yeah. have to suffer like they did, and, like, maybe, like, they could be proud one day, like, they would be proud that he got through all this. Yeah, and that he could, like, tell his story when he got out. Yeah. So I have a question now about chapter six. So Juliet um, plays a song by Beethoven on the violin while the prisoners are in the barracks. So why do you think he does this? Like, why do you think he stops to, like, just start playing music? I don't know, maybe just, like, break up, like, the silence or something, just, like, for a ride. It's like, you don't, you never know, because, like, you're never in that city. person's mind, but it's like, that moment, you have to just do whatever, like, is hap- is like makes you happy, and that's probably what made you, like, happy. Yeah, maybe he just, like, he wanted a break, and he wanted everyone else to have a break from all, like, the bad noises around. It's, like, a lot of, like, yelling, and, like, like you're just, like, in a really bad mind space. I don't think that, like, it had a certain, like specific deep meaning but um i feel like he just really enjoyed playing the violin and if that's the last thing he would do that i mean he plays violin so yeah and when i was reading it too i thought of that scene from the titanic movie where like the band starts to play the music while the ship's sinking and they're doing that just to like calm people down so that's what i think he was doing like you guys said just like calm the nerves and just try to relax a little bit yeah. Okay, so my final question from this book is out of all the experiences that Eliezer has gone through, which you which moment do you think has been the exact worst part of his life? 
Honestly, maybe like when he lost his dad because that was the last thing he had left in the camp. And like in my mind, that was the last thing he had to live for, to like stay there for and to like keep living for. So I think that like in my mind, like that would have been the last straw. Yeah, I agree. Like during that time, he was going through a lot. Like he was losing his dad. He's contemplating whether it was a good thing or a bad thing. Um, he wanted to fight back, and yeah, that was like his only motivation. His only thing he had left. So I feel like that was a really tough time for him. I agree with that, but I put something different. I put that him getting strangled was probably the worst because that was when like his life was in like immediate danger. Like someone was actually coming for him this time, not watching someone get beat up and all that like he was in danger yeah i could see that i personally think it was just going to the camp and like the beginning of like his journey to the camp because that's when he lost his mom his sister that's like just the start of everything so like if he like probably has to remember like the worst worst thing it would i think it would be that yeah but why do you guys think that um, the holo- that it says that the Holocaust tests um, the fa- father-son bonds? Wait, repeat that question again? I didn't really hear you. Why do you guys think that it says that the Holocaust tests fa- father-son bonds? Because I think it's because, like, you saw it in night. It tests their bond, like, it he could have, uh, when his father was dying, he could have kept the food for himself or he could have gave it, given it to him. We know that he gave it to him in the end, but like, that's what it means by like, testing it. Yeah. And also, too, we see um, in one of the chapters that, like, we see a man who's the man. So he attacks a man for a piece of bread, and then we find out that they were father and son. So this man's son killed his father just over like a piece of bread so it just shows how like it went from like family to every man for himself yeah like what owen said um there was a chapter where yeah um a son fought his dad for a piece of bread and then there was another one where a son literally left his dad just because just to get some weight off his shoulder and it compares to like how eliezer was with his dad we like treated him a lot better than the other kids. Yeah, it just like shows how much people are willing to sacrifice for their parents. Yeah. After they did so much for them. Alright. Also, you can go. how do you guys think Eliezer saw himself as a different person after the Holocaust? How do you, uh, how do I think he saw himself as a different person? I probably think he saw himself as a stronger person in general. Because, like, going through all of that, he saw it, like, sadly his father couldn't go through that, like, push through the entire thing. So it's like he probably sees himself as stronger, more wise, like, and all of that. Yeah, he just, I don't really know how he's changed, but he's definitely changed completely. Just think physically, like, it's been, like, a year or something. He when he looks at himself in the mirror, he's a completely different person. And then also he's seen so many traumatic things, like mentally he's different. So yeah, he probably like thinks different because he's seen so much and he's like 
really grateful for like his him being alive after all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I would also have used the word like strong to describe him after that because that was like a really difficult experience that a lot of people didn't make it through. Like and like a lot of people just quit while they were there because they couldn't handle it. And the fact that he made it through by himself at the end of the day is like it made him really strong mentally and physically. So yeah, the book mentions a lot about having faith. Why do you think it's so important to have faith during those times? I, I feel like just like after you've lost everything, it's important to have faith as some like motivation to keep you going and to like not give up, like to hope that you're gonna like make it out of there soon, and something good is like awaiting you at the end. Yeah, something good's like bound to happen. Hopefully, like that's what they're all probably thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with. You too, because that's like pretty much the only thing keeping you going. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my so, last question is that, so in those times, um, people prioritized bread over their own family. So how does how does that think how does that change you, um, from what you see like today? How does that change your perspective? Well, I think, like, now, like, we really do value our families, and I think they probably did before the Holocaust, but then going through that, it's, like, they saw their family as just, like, a stranger who was, like, in competition with them. Like, they're getting more food than me. Like, I need to get that, too, or something like that. So now, like, we know, like, their family, they mean more. Yeah, kind of just, like, showed what their priorities were at the time. And while, of course, their priorities were their family, it showed, like, how desperate they were because, like, they weren't getting enough of what they needed and they were being deprived of so many things while they were there. Yeah. Okay. So, my last question is, in Chapter 9, Ellie writes, this is the end. Hitler is going to keep his promise. So, if you were in this situation and, like, you thought Hitler was going to kill you all, would you still have hopes, or would you just accept that the fact that he is actually going to kill you? I mean, that quote just shows that, like, Ellie had no hopes because he was like, Hitler is going through, Hitler is going to end up doing his plan, like, killing the Jews. So it's like, just shows that he had no hope. And I, I mean, I probably would agree if I was in that situation also. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have had hope because it's like, like, you have proof that other people aren't making it and other people are dying while you're here. So it's like, like what separates you from the rest? Like, why would you make it out? And they wouldn't, I think it's just like really hard to have hope at, at times like that, because everything's going wrong and you see, you are no different than any one of us. I agree. Cause like, after all the things you see, like thousands of people dying every day and what Hitler has actually done, it's not, it's not hard to think that, like, he'd go through with this promise of killing everyone else. Yeah. It's, like, it's not something shocking that he would do. Okay, so, anyone have any more questions? No. No. Nope.
Okay, so thank you everyone for listening uh, to the nightclub. This was the final episode. And uh, yeah, I'm Carson closing it out. I'm Alex. I'm Owen. I'm Dylan. And thank you for listening.